theoretically possible. Why waste time? It doesn't make any sense. Discovery Houston press to ATO. Three, two, one. Vigo's landed and we are fully energized, ready for this conversation. Are you energized? I am so excited. We've been drinking a lot of, uh, we've been doing the cold brew coffee. It's kind of been nice. Game changer. It has been fun. It has been fun. Love the cold brew coffee. And this episode is all about energy and recharging and how do we recharge. And really specific, I, I, I asked, are we getting older or is recharging always nece- necessary? Yeah, I think it's it's an, it's a great question because obviously we are getting older, uh, we are. but we're not slowing down by any means in terms of you know how hard we're working and whatnot. Right. Um, and so yeah, I think my first gut instinct says yeah, you always got to recharge for yeah, sure. I agree. Now, for how long is it necessary? Maybe that is correlated with age, right? Yeah, maybe how long and how. Yeah, how long and how? Yeah, that's a good point. Well, so let's just start from like, how does one recharge, right? Like what I think that that is something that is probably pretty personal to everyone. Some people really recharge by being around a lot of other people, like going out and partying or doing whatever that is, you know, like introverts, extroverts. Yeah. We got that. That's the extrovert. And the introvert is like, I just need some quiet space and time alone. Just be with myself, whatever (laughs) it is. But regardless, everyone needs sleep too. I think that's one thing that no, regardless of your extrovertedness or your introvertedness, you need to sleep. sleep. And that is when you, when you lack sleep or you don't prioritize it for a long time over time, things get kind of weird mentally and physically and whatnot. So it's something that your body, you can't really run away from. Now, some people do perfectly fine on just five hours a day of sleep. Well, Donald Trump claims that he only needs five hours every day. A night. lot of people do. And some people are actually wired. And then we're still trying to figure out. Science is still trying to figure out what is that, mm-hmm. right? What is that difference? Some people are more nocturnal. Some people are more morning birds, right? Mm-hmm. Some mm-hmm. people really need a ton of sleep. And at different times of one's life, I think sleep is probably more necessary than not. Now, you know, like when, when you're going through puberty, obviously sleep is a huge, huge part of those teenage years of growing because <laughs> your body it? is growing yeah, and doing things. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, yeah, we can, and we can even go younger. Like when you're a baby, you're like sleeping oh, yeah. all day. All the is time. Right? I don't yeah. know. I've never had a baby. But I don't, you know, like as, and we're talking about like from twenties to thirties here, right? Like we're talking about like age difference of like, well, do we need more time to recharge? Do we need to change the way that we recharge? Mm. And I think that you and I have adapted ourselves to figuring out what is it that we do need in order to recharge. Yeah, yeah. And that is probably not in the extroverted sense. Mm-hmm. It would probably be more just like having some, you know, like downtime and just really truly trying to relax the yeah. brain, right? Well, having a healthy balance is essential. And that's something yes. that I believe we only recognized in the last few years. I agree. I think our PhD program was kind of the, the little shimmering light of, hold on, guys. You're not Superman here or Superwoman. You need to make sure that you turn off your, you know, you got to reset your computer every once in a while yeah. if you want it to run to an optimal level for a long period of time. Yeah, well said. And and we, we found that out through experiencing it the wrong way. And so that's why we like to tell that story mm-hmm. quite often because we would rather you not have to experience it. Sometimes and, you have to your own, yourself, but and we're still trying to figure out the perfect balance. ingredient. Yes, yeah, it is, and and definitely, I think some of that we know has to do with 
um, you know, sleep. I mean, if, if you're waking up at 3 a.m. pretty consistently throughout yeah. the week. Thinking about, thinking about what you got to do or whatever. Exactly. Then, you know, you probably need to, I don't know, for us in a weird, interesting way, I think, you know, our environment has a huge part to do, has a, plays a huge role in terms of how we recharge right. as well. Yeah. And so we definitely feel, when I feel re-energized, I usually take note, okay, well, there's a new environment involved as well, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So there's like energy being, I don't know, picked up. That's yeah. something that we definitely feel when we're in a different new environment, especially if it's for the first just, time. Just a freaking airport will do that for us. It will, exactly. Know? Or just a switch up in our routine, you know? And so that's mm-hmm. something that we definitely try to do as much as we can, especially when we're feeling a little bit low or lethargic or whatever. It's like, you know, we got to shake it up a little bit. Shake it ru- up. Routine is not necessarily the thing that we love, right? Mm-hmm. We really do like that. Routine is very good for productivity, yes. but it also can be a hinder when it comes, because it becomes mundane. It's it, the, the lack of excitement of what's going on tomorrow. If, if it's the same thing as went on the last 100 days, eh, I don't know if I'm ready for another one. Like, here we go. Groundhog yeah. Day, you know? Yeah, I so know. So mixing it up is very good. We also do find energy. We've talked about it a, a few times on our podcast from being with nature, specifically in the ocean. Something about the waves crashing. Something very rejuvenating to Quinn and I about being near the ocean, ideally in the ocean. Salt water. Salt water. I like that, yes. And unfortunately, we're experiencing a little bit of red tide, so I don't know when we'll be able to go back in the ocean. It is very devastating, but oh well. We will figure out our new ways of re-energizing. Yes. And I think that's a big reason why we're having this conversation right now is because we can't re-energize our normal format. And so we have to get creative. Yeah, well said. I think that when we're here, we figured out, it took us a little bit of time, but we figured out exactly the best way for us both to feel recharged on a daily basis, which is pretty amazing because it yeah. actually would allow us to extend our energy throughout the whole week where honestly it, we would usually try to give ourselves a day off, but even if we didn't, it would be okay. Cause we yeah. figured out how to recharge a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, on a daily basis. Now we have to adapt given the unforeseen circumstances yeah. right now that we can't swim in the ocean. A lot of adapting in 2020 and 2021. Uh, yeah, I would say so. That's for sure. And so, yeah, we're trying to figure out how can we recharge? Why do we feel a little bit more drained? Maybe it's, we got to go outside a little bit more. Maybe we got to do more walks. Maybe the walks need to be longer. Maybe they need to be, you know, maybe we need to play step up our tennis game again, yeah, you know, yeah. and really focus on, on that in terms of what can we do to really f- like reset and recharge. Mm-hmm. And, um, we're figuring that out, but I think your question going back to, you know, to your first question is, does that have to do with our age? Mm. And in a weird and interesting way, perhaps, I don't know, you know, I think that it's, I think it would be really interesting for us to get a test in terms of, you know, where our body's at age wise, like versus actual mm. year wise, because you can actually get those tests now of like, based on your metabolist, you know, your metabolism and X, Y, and Z, you're actually, your body's actually performing at this age, right. even though you're this age. What would be the ideal age to be? I don't know. It's a good question. Because it wouldn't be one years old or two years old. No, I think it has to do with your, maybe in your 20s. Is it? I don't, like I don't know what the highest 20s, performance high is. 20s? It could be 30s. I don't know. We should probably look that up. But I like to think I'm more athletic now, but I, I don't know. <laughs> well, I think that what's, what's interesting is no matter what, I do feel like there is some adaptation that is needed in mm. order to really recharge differently. I mean, think about like 
during your co- everyone's college days, recharging in your college days was very different than what it is in the normal working space days, right? What was it? Just sleep? Yeah, I think sleep. Well, the clock was different. Still classes sleep. Were, classes happened in a different time. You know, lifestyle changes are that, that's I think where a lot of the recharging gets adapted is based mm. on what is your lifestyle. If you went from, you know, college um, you know, like a senior schedule where you had like no classes on Friday. So Thursday through, <laughs> through Monday were not, you know, didn't have anything. You maybe worked a little yeah, bit here or there. That was nice. And then you went to, you know, class when you, when you had to and whatnot. And then you went out at night and then you could sleep throughout the day cause you didn't have class or work or anything like that. That's a different lifestyle than when you then graduate and say you have a nine to five, right? Yeah, and you have to be Monday working through Monday through Friday. And then the weekends become some sense of like a recharging moment for you. Yeah. Um, but if you have you know, depending on what type of person you are and what that is, um, mm-hmm. that changes. And so I think, I don't know, to answer that question would be, I guess to me at least, yeah, of course you do probably have to adapt your, uh, what you do to recharge mm-hmm. as you get older. Well, let's just focus on the recharge being sleep because we all need sleep. There is no one, as far as I know, that never sleeps, like zero sleep at all. I think it would be cool, but I don't know anyone who does that. So if we're just looking at sleep with age, what does the line graph look like when you're going from zero years old all the way till you're, I don't know, 100 years old? And the so that would be the, uh, what would that be? The X, X line, axis and then the Y axis would be maybe hours of sleep, something yeah. like that. So I think it would be a U-shaped curve, mm-hmm. something like that, where you're going to need the most amount of sleep when you're an infant and then the most amount of sleep when you're getting Older. towards a hundred. But you also gave me a little bump in the road, which is the transition of puberty. Yeah. Well then also if you become pregnant, that becomes okay. a whole different okay, so type of, So now we got of, another, yeah. another bump somewhere yeah. in this realm. Right. And so overall though, is it a U-shaped curve? Yeah, probably. I, I mean, I don't, honestly, I don't even want to speculate because I don't know the research on it, but I, I, I do think it's just a conversation. Yeah. I think that it's sleep is one of the most important things you could do for your own health. Mm-hmm. I think that, like I said, really one of the things that we, we, we know with vagueness is when you start skimping on sleep consistently over time, mm. bad things happen. Right. And, and I think that part of the whole conversation about sleep and recharging and whatnot also has to do with, well, is it physical like is your is it a physical thing with your body that you need to recharge, mm-hmm. or is it a mental? I think it's mental. Yeah, and well, right. Well, for us, it's sleep mental. Sleep is so. Uh, it, it it's just getting there as being something that's like fully studied in 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 mass level where they are. I mean, the, the book Why We Sleep became a New York Times bestseller just in the last like five years. Yeah. No one really. It, it was just something we 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 knew we had to do, but. Now they're finding evidence of when you sleep, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I, I do want to really understand this, and I don't fully, but it's as if when you're sleeping, your brain is like going through some like almost electrical process, mm-hmm. and the way that I heard it, which is probably overly simplified, but therefore it was very memorable, and I like to think about this when I'm trying to recharge, is those electrical shocks that go in your brain when you're sleeping, you know, that cause rapid eye movement, REM sleep, and all that those are like clearing the gunk off of your brain that's giving it more clarity for when you need to be really focused and putting in extra hours of work uh, with high degrees of cognition. So 
That to me is very, very fascinating. What is the optimal level? Now, I've heard so many different ways about this because there's the idea of having a siesta, which mm. I think is, I mean, let, let's break this down. When we were in Nicaragua, we went full on, hey, let's experiment with yeah, we this. Did. And let's try different sleep patterns. And we tried, I'll never forget in Maasai, when we were just starting life out of the box, I, I, like, I had five different sleep formats set up, some of which said, Every three hours, you take a 20-minute nap. And if you do that for throughout the whole entire day, you don't actually need to sleep at night. And then there was somewhere it was like, you only sleep for like four hours, but you need to make sure you take three 20-minute naps at these points in time. And we tried two or three of them on the lower levels. And the lowest level it can go is what they do in Spain, which is you get approximately, what, six and a half to seven hours of sleep a night. And you take a 20-minute nap, which comes out to just shy of the eight-hour normal uh, sleep rest period of time. And it allows them to kind of party a little bit more after their siesta and work longer hours. And it doesn't, you know, they, they close their shops during their siesta time. Very intriguing. Is that the way that we should embrace it? Like, is it better to do it in portions? Should we do it in chunks? Is it okay to just sleep for four or five hours? Thoughts from your experiences? Yeah, well, I think when we were experimenting in Nicaragua with all those different types of, of sleep patterns, it mm-hmm. was, you, you started to pretty quickly realize how difficult it, it is to actually <laughs> change your sleep pattern. It's kind of like being on a drug when you're up and like, you're trying so hard to yeah. stay awake. If anyone's ever like pulled an all-nighter and then had to take a test or something like that, like sleep deprivation is actually real is a real it's thing, and you. it's really not good for you or your brain or anything or your success on the exam. Yeah, definitely that too. But I think, um, yeah, it, it is really difficult, and it's really what you're accustomed to, right? What are, what mm. is what is your culture around you require of you, mm. right? And so, in in Spain, everyone's on that same page, and I think that right. they're they they have been doing some research on in terms of like your internal body clock and like light outside, natural mm-hmm. light, and mm-hmm. so the darkness at night and the light of, in the day really does have a huge effect, and that's perfectly seen. We both experienced it. Um, as we travel through different time zones, like the best way to actually acclimate yourself to a like a pretty jarring time zone difference, sunlight. right, is sunlight yeah. and sleeping, trying to get yourself acclimated to the the time clock of that area <laughs> so as fast sometimes. as possible. Yeah, but it's fun. It's fun, but I would say, you know, uh, to me, I, I think the siesta has a lot. It, it, it's a very interesting way of doing it. I think there are a lot of merits to it, but the, the thing is, is that at the end of the day, they're still having the same amount of sleep as mm. someone. Close. Some, some would argue you could get less sleep with a f- siesta because True. in the 20 minutes you're recharging as if it's an additional hour by splitting it up. Yeah. I don't know that. I mean, I just remember that from when we were like studying and I was like, okay, that shaves off an hour. Yeah. Or it technically 40 minutes, which is good. But you know, if you're working like on wall street in New York city, like you have, you have to be up at a certain time. Right. You don't and have so a you choice. You don't yeah. have a choice. You can't right? take a three o'clock nap. So that's kind of the <laughs> cultural aspect of it, I think. And, and, and at least when we were in Messiah experimenting with our own sleep schedules, 
we at least had the freedom to be able to do so. There was yeah. no, like, we didn't necessarily have, we could schedule things out so that they happened Until when we were sleeping. Until our landlord turned off the freaking internet oh, yeah. at night. And then See? it was like, all right, well. That's an external environmental <laughs> concern that, okay, my sleep pattern has to change. Because yeah. if I can't work at night when everyone else is asleep, well yeah. then, because the internet's turned off, well then, yeah, I should probably sleep at night. So, right. but, you know, I, I the whole thing about sleep is, obviously, it's a, it's a huge necessity for for us, for a lot of animals, a lot of animals and whatnot. And it's a fascinating subject to study, I think. For sure. But, you know, in terms of what, what about like not sleep? What about during a day where you have your day off and you feel like, oh man, I'm like, I'm ready to go back to work tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Like I'm already well rested, but what are the things that, you know, someone should do if they really want to feel like they had a day off? Mm. And I feel like that's another aspect that's important for people to consider in terms of what really does recharge you. Okay. So if you're not sleeping, what can recharge you? Right. Is that, is that kind of the yeah. arena? So what, what would we say? I mean, because it's different. It's recharging the body versus recharging the brain. Yeah. Um, I do think meditation would be as close as you could get to recharging the brain beyond, besides sleep. Yeah. But I would say and maybe this is because i'm not a professional meditator not that i'm a professional sleeper either but <laughs> i will say that i've been sleeping a lot more than i have been meditating i think that it's more per hour you're gonna recharge faster with sleep than you would with meditation yeah i would agree with that okay. i also would like to put one other thing out there is exercise i think exercise does things for the brain i agree that um eventually lead to sleep yeah right because you've exerted a lot of energy and mm -hmm. it's actually maybe oh, taking you outside of your own mind you had to just like that, I, that that's very interesting so are you saying that it's a good way to recharge because it exhausts you and makes you feel like you have to sleep yeah sometimes maybe maybe but there's also other things like you know endorphins and dopamine mm, hits yeah. that you get when you're you know exercising to a certain level right yeah. and there's also the idea of just like having a pleasant walk like mm. you had a pleasant walk and conversation and that can really charge someone as well right. um that's interesting yeah so yeah, i agree with that it's not so. it's 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 definitely physical which i feel like sleep has to do with physical and mental how much, how much would you give to the mental versus the physical? I mean, these are conversations. This is not a scientific. Uh, well, I don't think that you think straight without. I think the medicine. brain to me is the majority. It's like, the hub. You gotta, you gotta get the brain going. It's the know? hub for sure. So if we're looking at the brain recharging from from some physical activity, for me personally, and I don't know if this is the same for you, but I'd like to hear your thoughts. It's when let's say we're playing tennis. That's something that we do. It could, yeah. for me, it could also be basketball. But let's say we're playing tennis. In those moments when the ball's coming towards me, because my wife just smacked it super hard, it's coming mm -hmm. super fast, and I have to exert a ton of energy to sprint as fast as I possibly can to just barely make it. Those moments of like almost going into auto zone where I'm in tunnel vision and I'm not thinking about anything else but the way and the how of me hitting this ball to get over the net to continue to play that to me there's something going on in my brain where it's recharging by almost silencing everything else but that yeah and the more i can do that i i don't know is it is it 
clearing my brain gunk? Is it by using electrical shocks? I don't know. This will be an interesting well, thing to reflect on in it, the future. It is. Well, that's what a lot of research is showing. Honestly, really? yeah. Is it, with w- sports? Or? With, with exercise, meditation, and sleep. There's something okay. that all three of them do that is similar to different varying degrees. Mm. And it's hard to generalize across the whole board. But when you just said, all of a sudden, I'm not thinking about anything else except for how to get the ball back over. Tunnel vision. Tunnel vision. That's yeah. you're, you're not thinking about anything else mm-hmm. except for that one thing. Right. That's kind of what meditation is as well. You're, you're supposed to push the mind. And you're just supposed to be. Mm. You're supposed to not think. And like that's the, the busyness of over and over and over in one's brain mm. is exhausting. I mean, it is fascinating to me that we as conscious human beings do this to ourselves Mm. and this is why mental health is such a hugely important thing but meditation sleep and exercise all three of those things do something interesting to the brain that does help it refresh Hmm. and um yeah it's not just uh endorphins it's not just you know hitting the dopamine or anything like that that they they do see you know in the uh the brain scans that that does happen that certain parts light up and like you were saying you know those like electrical shock something is happening more intensely during REM sleep like mm, really intense definitely um but it's fascinating how we don't sleep. we don't we don't really know too much but we do know that those are some healthy ways of recharging and mm. then of course you know I just want to bring up like sometimes you just want to get lost in the tv series like mm. I feel like there should be no real Obviously, if you're getting lost in a TV series every single day and I yeah. like that, so that's it's a little bit too much. But if if for like one day you're like, I just don't feel like I, I don't know what to do. and I just want to watch this. Sometimes mm. that's in a way your own way of processing. Right. Mm-hmm. You're just kind of like getting lost in something like you said, tunnel vision. And so right. something that is not requiring your attention or is not triggering some fight or flight response that I need to like something needs to happen right now. Like I absolutely Hmm. have to do this where it takes you away for a moment. And I think that's also kind of linked to why we, you and I really love a change of environment Hmm. where it just like all of a sudden, whatever was going on here at home, because kind of routine brain, you know, the brain is like, okay, well you're here in the incubator in your house, you're usually working and this is what you're doing. Hmm. Well, you just immediately change your environment entirely and now what is your brain thinking it's consuming Hmm. you know different inputs and whatnot this is interesting so do you think that with uh every human something's got to give when it comes to re-energizing for example there are quite a few people um that are our age that have maybe like five kids i have some friends that have five kids and i can only imagine that on saturday when they're like hey i need to catch up on some z's and you know recharge can you they they may not be able to uh do you think that something's you know that they're losing something in exchange for that or do you think like they adapt and if they adapt then can anyone adapt to a no recharge period of time Mm. and where are the thresholds with it i mean if you just do four hours of sleep every single night is something giving and maybe you don't realize something's giving that, yeah. that you know something you, something's got to give you even yeah there's a trade there's a trade off or or you think humans just naturally can do it and all of a sudden it's already done and well, you're like, bada bing bada boom i think yeah humans are amazing in their ability to adapt mm-hmm. so i do think i mean if it's completely unrealistic for someone to get sleep because they have five kids and there's you know x y and z okay yeah, you're adapting for sure in that moment. Right. Um, but I do do really believe that at some point, yeah, you are trading off 
that, you know, how, how, for how long can this actually last until something gives? Right. And, um, you know, and for us, for other people it might be different in the, in terms of how they recharge. Sleep is one thing, mm. but in terms of recharging, it could be very different too, you know? And so for, for a person with five kids, right, what would that, mm. what would that look like? What would that be? They have to define that themselves and figure out a time and space to actually do that mm. and figure out a way for that to happen. Mm. And, um, you know, I think that everyone has to kind of draw their own boundaries or else everyone's going to take up your own t- everyone else's time. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially yeah. when it comes to kiddos where they need their parents, you know, for a lot of things. And so just trying to figure out what that is and making sure you get it when you can. OK. Right. Because it can't be it's not always a consistent thing. I mean, no. You and I don't necessarily know exactly when we'll be able to yeah. recharge. If we're traveling. It's the best because yeah. then it's recharged when you have to and new environment re-energizing you when you least expense expect it you yeah know, it's like just battle i love it it's exactly what i have a very hard challenging final question for okay. you what do you feel or what do you believe is the most productive way for an individual to recharge mm. that's a hard one right and i've been trying to figure it out in my head because i did like the exercise uh statement because i do think that's all if you do are recharging by doing exercise that's a two birds one stone you're burning calories you're getting healthier gotta live longer you know that's one idea but maybe there's a more productive way to recharge that i'm unaware of like maybe gaining knowledge like you're learning something but you're recharging i don't know i'm trying to get i'm trying to think Mm. out of the box a little bit of what else is out there i like that because sleep it's kind of a i don't i don't want to say zero one but it is like you're sleeping i mean you could argue that when you're sleeping you're like practicing and thinking through things and stuff like that but I don't know, with intention, without intention? <laughs> Are yeah. you fully aware that you're doing it if you're truly in REM, deep REM sleep, you know? Yeah. But with, you know, exercise is one. Can you think of another one? Like, what about, like, if you're reading a book? If you're recharging reading a book about information that could be beneficial in the future, I mean, yeah, are you recharging? I, like, uh, you I know? do think some for some people, like laying in a hammock and reading a book sounds really, really nice, restful, and recharging. It does sound restful and recharging to me. Is it productive? That means, yeah. Why yeah. wouldn't it be? Well, it depends on the book. Yeah, I guess it does. And the rate in which you're reading. Well, and what your definition of productivity is also. Mm, so, because so? <laughs> <laughs> one's productivity, like one one's book in terms of productivity, might be different from what your book, uh, you know. In terms of the knowledge consumed from yeah, that book, the purpose or behind the it, purpose yeah. behind reading it, um, I would say there are lots of one? ways. That I think that getting into a state of flow is one mm. of those one of those things where it's like you said it could be described as tunnel vision, but where you get into a state of flow, and that hmm. is not something that you can necessarily just jump into right That's away. That's very interesting. Right? So where, some creativity production, perhaps. Yeah, where you feel like you do. I, I mean. You definitely know that feeling. I know I do. When it's like, wow, I just, I can't believe I just did that. That was, I, I'm so proud of what I just did. You know, Mm. like you just, you come out of it and you're like, whoa, where's the, where did the time go? That was so much fun, Mm. you know? And there are experiences in life that do that to you. It's not necessarily about just staying home and sleeping and being by yourself if you're an introvert. There are other ways I think that, you know, you, you get a new perspective, your, your perspective completely changes. You had an experience. Like I would say there were moments in volunteering in Central America where at the end of the day, I was just like, Whoa, I can't wait to get to my computer and just let's go. You know, like Mm -hmm. there was something that in like, just really like triggered in a great way, like really inspired 
I think us both to just go and like hit the grind again, you know, right. and there are those moments in life that sometimes you can't really plan. They kind of happen together, but the state of flow is definitely something where you're, you're, you're feeling like you're creating something. You feel like you're pretty good at it and you really enjoy it as well. And so mm-hmm. trying to figure out what that is for yourself is that art, right? Some mm-hmm. people find that in art. Some people find it in producing music. Some people find it in all these different things. Video editing. Video editing. Pottery. I mean, we can, list goes on. There's, and it's just, what, what do you enjoy? Some people love, um, knitting. Some people love making quilts. What you know? do you love, Quinn? Some people love woodwork. Some people love doing stuff with their hands and getting away from the computer. Maybe that's mm. part of recharging too. It's like, what get away from the screen. There's a lot of things. I think exercise is a huge part okay. for sure. Noted. Um, I would say, I don't know. Writing sometimes can get me yeah, in that. I, I agree de- with that. Art for sure has have has helped me as well. Mm. And sometimes, you know, yeah. I'm not saying I'm an artist by any means. My sister is. Shout out KK. Mm. But um, I just for fun, you know, just to kind of like it's fun to just play with paint, right, you know, yeah. play with paint or just to sketch. And I know you sketch, you doodle all the time too. And so it's like, what what in that moment do you think you, your body or your brain could really um, benefit from? And it's maybe just the benefit of just feeling recharged. It mm. might not be what comes out of the creativity or the flow. It mm-hmm. could be just the fact that you need that. You just kind of need to break away from the routine, break away from something else, get creative, get outside your own little box, you yeah. know, and do In something. In a weird way, I do feel like this, these podcasts are conversation is yeah. a, is a, a form of recharging. Yeah, that's me, a good point. Sure. Me too, for sure. Also, in a weird way, recently cooking with you. I love cooking with what? you. What? I know. I'm going to I'm going to make this episode into an NFT to remind you you said this. <laughs> you should. But we made some really great dishes over the weekend and it was just kind of fun to, you know, like make the dumplings with you and yeah. then make a nice, you know, just lentil bolognese. Yeah, it was delicious. And so, <laughs> you know, just kind of playing outside the box in whatever way that you can if that's something that you know you need a little more adventure in your life you can't change your environment try to do something different and that Mm. kind of gets you out of your it's always evolving it's always evolving so we did lots of stuff over the weekend we finally took a break and it was nice and it was recharging and now here we are talking with all of you and we are so happy and grateful to be able to do so we look forward to speaking with you tomorrow we'll talk to you then Bye.